0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to what I think is episode 57 as of recording this. As always, my name is Garrett. And I'm here with my co-host. What it do? What it do? This is Jason Prince. Might be 57, might be 56, might be 58. I don't know. I'll find out in editing and it will be named properly. So deal with it. Yep. We'll live with it later. I've been busy for the last, I don't even know how long, and I am so mentally exhausted, it's not even funny. So this might be a punchy episode. So <laughs> let's get right into it, man. I mean... Week one, it, it, football's back. To to quote Jim, it's the most wonderful time of the year. NFL season is finally back, and it actually means something. Uh, some people flourished, some people flopped. Some fan bases are riding real high right now, and some fan bases are miserable.
1: Just like the Phillies were today, when they, when the Braves
0: clinched their uh, clinched the division in their own stadium. Chop on, chop oh, on all day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we gonna keep doing it, Matt. All what didn't Matt Olson break fifty home runs? Did yeah, he tie? He, he he did he tie Andrew Jones or is he tied? Died? I kind of wanted to beat it. I love Andrew Jones, but I kind of want well, to. Well, we beat got it.
1: a oh, shoot. We got a lot more games left into the season. Um, I want.
0: I want him to beat it.
1: Hey, we're not. Oh wait, we are in September.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, October's coming.
1: Yeah,
0: Matt, give me one more home run, big dog. <laughs> I just need one. But let's go ahead and cement. week one NFL was interesting. We had our pillow fights. We had our. Surprisers. Surprisers. We had our flops. We had Joe Burrow becoming the highest paid man of football, then proceeding to drop eight, 82 yards. And get smacked by Cleveland, which I. To I, I feel the same way Jamar Chase does. Where he's like, look, I called them elves and then they whooped us. Like, that's how I feel. Like, I, I take shots at Cleveland daily. Uh,
1: question, who looks, who looks worse? Jamar Chase calling them elves and then getting beat by the elves? Or Patrick Peterson said he's going to pick off the Niners and he got picked apart?
0: Yeah, Peterson. Peterson for sure. And the only reason why I say Peterson is because Peterson had two touchdowns scored on him. And then yeah. Purdy even said, wasn't that first touch on all, Patrick? <laughs> I, here's my thing. And Jim Jim, and I are going to talk about this probably over the weekend for Steel and Teal. But, like, it, it's – did you – some of the play calling and decision made, but it before people freak out, we're going to get into it. Most Steelers games start, but a lot of games. Some of the play calling – I'm bringing back Free Kyle Pitts. I've put that hashtag up multiple times Today. Today.
1: I thought you
0: because, said we're talking about the Steelers. Oh, we're getting into everything. I'm just, Steelers first. Why are you running four verts from the eight yard line? Did you see that? <laughs> Dog,
1: I went. Why back are you for, running? Four I, I was verts at Buffalo Wild eight? Wings. I was watching. I was watching everything. I, I once, I, once I saw that the Niners had complete and utter control of that game. I, I really did not pay attention to the Steelers. I'm just thinking to myself, like preseason can fool you. Mm-hmm. It can definitely fool you. And also, Mike Tomlin might not survive this year.
0: No, Matt Canada will not survive this year. That no, one ain't no, on Tomlin. Tomlin no, calls okay, the so defense. Can, okay, place.
1: Okay, so so I talked to a few Steelers fans. They said he's been there for about, I think, three or four years.
0: Canada's been there for, this is year three.
1: Okay, so this is year three. If he was that bad, I think that they would have been, been done and got rid of him. And you a would. lot of Steelers fans right now, they aren't patient they're like they're, they're not patient right now they want that dude gone like immediately but the only thing about it I don't think there's really much you can do and I'm gonna talk more about this later because Mike Tomlin was the set it was seven out of 11 coaches 11 defensive head coaches that lost and I'll get mm-hmm. more into detail about that later on the show but even if you get a new OC Outside of T.J. Watt, nobody else balled. Yeah, and there was not really much they can do. I mean, T.J. Watt, T.J. Watt, T.J. T.J. Watt is T.J. Watt. That's it. That's just no brainer. <laughs> There's nothing like, to do about that. You look at just how much the Niners outcoached the Steelers, and it was evident purely. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm not sure if they got. I'm not sure like if they went for uh, if they went for it a bunch of fourth downs, but my. God, that was like no, they only went for one fourth down. But like, it just felt like every drive that they had, it was just so demoralizing.
0: I just, I don't get it, man. Like, it's, it's the team isn't bad. That's the thing. You have talent. You have a Najee Harris has rushed for a thousand yards every year he's been in the league. You have one of the up and coming young receivers in this league. George Pickens has been playing great during, you know. He has his moments. You have a veteran receiver who has done great things before, Allen Robinson. And you got one of the best little gadget, you know, route running technicians in Deontay Johnson. Then you got Pat Firemuth at tight end. And then you have a great blocking tight end in Darnell Washington. You have a solid offensive line. You have a good defense. And Kenny Pickett can definitely do it. Do what? Kenny Pickett can win you games. Kenny Pickett can be a good quarterback. I don't put the loss on him. I put the loss on the play calling solely because what I saw, and freaking point, you ran all uh, every so you ran four verts on the eight. Yep. What are you doing? I don't know. You, no, you have 18 I, yards to maneuver there, and you have 11 guys who can sit in that zone and effectively cover everything. What are you doing? <laughs> if I'm look, Kenny picking that call comes in through my headset, I'm looking at Canada going, "No, <laughs> no, we're not doing that."
1: The Niners and the Cowboys had two of the most dominating uh, dominating victories in Week One, and that's not even a no-brainer. The thing no. about the Steel- the thing about the Steelers game, um, it it was, it was the fact one it was there at their house. Mm-hmm. But it was also how dominant not just their football team looked. Also the fan base was. Because we know that the nine are faithful, and I got a tremendous amount of respect for them. They travel heavy. They will take over your stadium in a heartbeat. And I just wanna I just wanna throw mm. that out there. I like the game-wise, it's mm-hmm. like you mentioned the verts. It's not it's not even just about the verts, it's the dropbacks. Um I don't think there was really much they could do because they could not block Nick Bosa uh, in that front with Javon Hargraves in them. There was nothing really much they could do. They ran the ball effective enough, but I think the problem is from the Steelers um, from the Steelers part offensively is there's they're so stuck on this new on their like tradition as far as being able to run the ball and, and play great mm-hmm. defense. Is is holding them back? Mind I think, you, they don't have a Big Ben. Mm-hmm. They don't have a. They don't have an AB. They don't have a Bell. They don't have a Martavis Bryant.
0: But they got a Najee.
1: They, they got Najee. Yes, and he hasn't gotten a thousand yards twice. But I, I, they're not. Neither one of the weapons that they have are being used right.
0: No, and that's the, that's and, the issue. The issue isn't the talent. The issue is the the play calling. It's not the talent.
1: It's the calling. It's the designs. It's the scheme. And it's the game plan.
0: Canada is a boring offensive coordinator. Canada is proof of concept that you cannot scheme your, it, it's Chip Kelly's another example. There's a reason why a lot of in, uh, what's his nuts who was with Baylor and is failed. Matt, at, rule. Matt rule. Who's now trying to revive a dead Nebraska program. Don't at me. You know, I'm right. Um, <laughs> like y'all haven't had a Heisman winner since 2001. Sit down. Um, they did and, have a
1: Heisman candidate.
0: They do, but they haven't had a Heisman winner since 2001.
1: True, but the, untrue, But they did have a candidate during the time.
0: A candidate, but it can't. I mean, so did the Gators. So did Florida State. So did so many other teams who had a candidate, but you didn't win it. Anyways, now the point. Nebraska, uh, come at me. You've done it before. Come at me again. I love fighting with you. Uh, <laughs> I love it. But when you, I know, but when you like, it's the play calling. It's you have coaches who cannot you cannot scheme your way to success in the NFL. You have to rely on your talent. You can't just rely on you know like Chip Kelly when he came and they had Mariota and you know the Eagles had that one year where they um he's with the Eagles. Right? Am i losing my mind. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You, they had the one year. Uh, he's with them now. Who the hell was a quarterback? Anyways, not the point. When Chip Kelly came to Philly for the first time and they did all right that first year. Then that second year. They sucked. Sam
1: Bradford.
0: Yeah, they sucked that second year because everyone figured out what he was doing. That's the and problem. They never adjusted. No, you have to adjust. Jet sweeps don't work anymore. Uh, you can't call them all the time. N- no,
1: you can't call it traditionally. They work. You have to set it up. You have to be it's creative It's the same thing it. in baseball. Every pitch that you have, you have to set it up for the next one.
0: Yeah, you have. This is a chess match. And if you're playing checkers in the NFL, you're going to get smacked in the mouth. Ask yeah, yeah. the Giants, but <laughs> let's get in. Let's do overreaction, underreactions. Overreactions for me, uh, we'll, and we'll break down kind of what this is based on. Week are we one, gonna do ba-
1: are going to do game by game, or how are we going to do it
0: in general? So, give me two overreactions, two underreactions. So, uh...
1: for me,
0: my overreactions, um, well, let's do underreactions first. Bangles is going to be fine, I'm not worried about it, okay. I think Burrow's going to get his act together. They always start slow. They're going to be fine. Um, Underreaction number two, I think I'm – I I didn't want to be correct this way. You know, I've been saying the Jets aren't winning 10 games. Okay. They're still not winning 10 games. There's rumors that they're looking at Carson Wentz to be quarterback in a quarterback room. There's
1: rumors on on anything with the Jets, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Oh, no, but the the
0: rumors with – Carson Wentz and Zach Wilson as your quarterback room is hilarious. Underreactions to me though, Jets still aren't winning ten games. This is not how I've wanted to be right, but I'm going to be right. Uh, Jets aren't winning ten games. Zach Wilson can't do that, and then Bengals going to be fine. What about you for right. underreactions?
1: Eagles are going. Eagles are going. Is going to um, find their niche, but it's not going to happen until around midseason. I mm-hmm. think. I think they're, they're going to hit. I think they're going to hit a little bit of rust. Going into the season, so I think they'll be fine. I think they'll hit their stride uh mid to late season. Um uh, that's my under uh, underreaction because of the way they played against the Patriots uh after the first quarter. They were about sixteen oh, then they uh finished the last then they finished only scored nine points mm-hmm. uh from the second quarter to the end of the game. Uh that's one underreaction. Another underreaction um I'm not buying it too much hype with uh, with uh, with the Billy GOATs, the LA Rams. Now with, I'm not, bu- I'm not buying that much hype.
0: Puka la hooha. <laughs> puka la hoo No, no.
1: Okay. It's we'll give, it I'll give him that. No, we'll give it. No, I got to rant. I got to rant. I got to rant. Go for it. I got to rant. I gotta go. Rant. I got to rant. Rant. Go. rant. I've done I plenty.
0: Rant. All you. Let it rock.
1: We've dealt with this for the last set, eight, going on nine seasons. The Legion of Boom departed, I believe, it was, uh, 2015, I think, in 2015. Um, because it really started to die, not not even just after the Super Bowl in Arizona, um, mm-hmm. when we lost to Brady, didn't get a Baltimore to on it But it really started to go downhill when we traded Max Unger to the Saints to get Jimmy Graham. That's when a lot of things started to fall off. Then Richard Sherman, towards Achilles, he was out. Neck injury on Cam Chancellor, he was out. Earl Thomas, he had a foot, he had a, uh, he had an injury. I think he had uh, ACL or some type of foot injury, and he flipped off Pete Carroll. He was out. <laughs> when Legion of Boom died, right? Pete Carroll's defense has been atrocious, and that's me being nice. It's been atrocious since it since it died. He's been trying his hardest to not only try to rebuild or replace it. He's been trying as hard, hardest to convince everyone that is coming. We right. have not seen it. And I'm tired of the lies. I'm tired of the manipulation. I'm tired of the whole convincing. We know he's a player's coach. We know he's a right. really good coach. But this man, ego is almost the size of the whole city of Seattle.
0: Dies in the space. He won't
1: adapt. No. Do you know how bad it is to have your leading, uh, your leading pass rusher, to be a defensive back? That's bad. That's not good. That is bad. Not good. And you think about the guys that we lost within the defense. Frank Clark was playing behind the legion of bone with michael Bennett, Cliff april and he was showing promise guess what by the time it was time to pay him we let him go he went to kansas city the rest is history he ended up winning the super bowl so i said i think he got two uh yeah I, no wait hold up. Yeah, yeah he got two yeah he got two i think he was on that yeah he was on that championship i think he was on the championship team last year but you look at we struggled to get past rushers Mm-hmm We've had DBs that have gotten cooked. Heck, we lost one DB to y'all. We let y'all get them. And we end up cooking them either way. Sha- Shaq Griffin.
0: Think you got him back? know. he's in uh oh, he's in Houston.
1: Nah, we ain't got him.
0: He's in Houston. Good riddance, my guy. <laughs>
1: then on the offseason, we'll spend we'll spend money on defense. hmm We got Julian Love. We brought back Jaron Reed. We went outside Draymond Jones who ain't been good since since he was at Ohio State. Right. We did all of that. And then we end up getting a whole bunch of hype about a bunch of undrafted guys that were supposed to be developed going into this season. We have not seen it. And to get throttled by Matthew Stafford, who was, who was coming off an of injury, no Cooper Cup, and get beat by two, du- get dominated on defense. Not touching Max Stafford with a wooden stick.
0: Oh my God! But we get
1: dominated <laughs> by two guys named Tutu and Puka. And I ain't hours. talking about the old TV show on, on the old t- the old cartoon show off a of Jet uh, off a of JetX uh, way back in the day when we were kids. Puka. Oh, I don't man. even know how to say this dude's last name. I don't even care. The dude's Puka name Nakua. Puka
0: Puka Nakua. His name is Puka, and we lost a 2-2. Dog doesn't even have a face in uh, fantasy football. <laughs> He's got an outline. Y'all got coached by Puka Nakula. Yeah, that's
1: how bad. That's how bad. Dog, I got so depressed. <laughs> dog, and here's another thing. And I hate going by these stats. I really do. But it, it was sad. Because we had 13 first downs to their 27. Mm-hmm. Penalty-wise, we had them beat. Third down, we was two for nine to their 11 to 17. Total plays, we had 46 to their 78. Total yards, 180 to their 426. And we had about the same amount of drives. We we were both tied with nine. But dog, 95 passing yards to their uh, 334.
0: Bro, hang on.
1: You can't make this up. And in that second half, bro, we did not get a point. That whole second half, we didn't register a point. We couldn't get a stop. And I'm thinking to myself, that whole second half,
0: we didn't even get eight yards. I am dead the projections right now so first of all do you want to know time of possession mm -hmm. uh, 39-23 you want to know Tutu Atwell's career receiving yards before week one 298 he dropped 119 on (laughs) y'all he got almost half of what he's done what his entire career? In Ru- game. Rushing yard out of
1: forty attempts, they got ninety-two. Ah. So to be to be honest, that ain't bad. <laughs> now we had eighty-five rushing yards, but it wasn't that they ran the ball on us. No, no, it's the fact that every time Max Stafford dropped back, we never touched him. We couldn't whisper on him. We couldn't even breathe on him. Hey, the epitome of what America wanted to be like and treat COVID like on six on like on being six feet away is exactly what the Seattle Seahawks defense did to Matthew Stafford in a pa- on a pass play. It was that bu- it was that bad on defense, and mind you, Pete. Car- this is the second year we've been on a Clint Hurt. The um defensive coordinator for Seattle. Mm -hmm. This is his second season, but Pete Carroll's supposed to be defensive head coach. That's supposed to be his expertise, right? Offensively, we lost our best. We lost both our tackles. One of them got sent to IR. So Gino, so Gino, he reverted back to Gino. Just wasn't much he could do because guys couldn't, and we didn't have enough time. We had to throw the ball. Best soundbite of the season.
0: Play calling wasn't the best. Best sound bite of the season so far. That man dropped back and said, "Oh my god!"
1: I, I couldn't even blame him on that. I, I can't. It either. was absolutely not. Oh, also, we lose Tyler Lockett to a concussion protocol. DK mm-hmm. got tipped off and took his anger out on the on a ram. Mm-hmm. And then the whole sideline was just whole like was just whole shot depleted. That was our home opener. Mind you, we got to go to Detroit this week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they just coming off of beating Kansas City on banner night.
0: Correction. Katarius Tony is coming off of beating Kansas City. Either way. <laughs> let's call oh. it what it is. Let's call a spade I, I, a
1: spade. I, I, Pete Carroll, look, I'll get on him later on.
0: Mm-hmm. But let's move on. We got to keep moving. I, I do want to shout out right now, and this is why I love early season projections. Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell are both predicted to break 2,000 receiving yards this year if they stay on this pace. They won't. Um, no, God, no! That's not gonna happen. This they is why won't. I think projections Niners, are hilarious after Week One.
1: We can't, we can't get the Mac, or we can't get the Mac Stafford. But I bet you the Niners can.
0: Niners will. That's why it's gonna be funny. Anyways, I just thought it was funny. I want to bring that up. Uh, so your underreactions. Just bring that back for your rants. So we can get back on or back on track. Your underreactions. Give me two. I said, the, get... I
1: said the Eagles. Uh, I said the Eagles are gonna be fine. They're gonna hit their stride mid-season. So the underreaction the fact that they allowed uh, they they only scored 9 points in the second half that's an underreaction. Mhm. And then the next one and then my next one um I'm not buying the hype on the Rams. No. That was just an anomaly. Seattle's defense is that bad.
0: All right, that's not too bad. So what about overreactions? What do you got? It can be two overreactions.
1: Uh Cowboys thinking they they're gonna win the Super Bowl. First and foremost. No, and first and foremost. I, um
0: Clinton was in office and he all won a Super Bowl last. Sit down. That's one <laughs> hey, over- like like we talked about, it's all going according to plan.
1: Yes, I said that immediately it's after the game. All
0: goes. going according to plan.
1: Overreaction. Um Bucks winning their division. Which also can okay. be seen as an underreaction. Okay. I like the way that Tampa Bay played against Minnesota. Now, albeit it's Minnesota, they are who we thought they were. Mm-hmm. Every bit of it. Um, but I look at the way the Panthers played last week. Um, like against the Falcons, I look at it, the Falcon the Falcons played. Uh, Desmond Ritter didn't. look Desmond Ritter did not look that impressive to me. Um, as I knew he was. No I knew he free
0: was. Kyle Pitts. I'm tired of this. Well, did I'm you see? gonna get I'm gonna get there?
1: Gonna get there? Gonna <laughs> hey, get there gonna free get my there. man. I've been preaching. I've been preaching that since. I've been preaching that since he got drafted there. Free him. I got pre Uh, like. But I'd say it might be an overreaction simply because I think the Saints are a better team, but Tampa Bay winning their division.
0: Mm -hmm. What's yours? So, my two overreactions Tennessee is coming in last place in the AFC South. Okay. No, no question. Y'all took, y'all scored 15 points. 15 points. Are you kidding me? There was the I saw a Titans fan today and I don't know whose account I used. I used either my or I used either the is this a bad take or, or my account. I don't really know. Uh or like our our show account. I don't know which one it was, but like I some Titans fan was like, "Look at our look at our team, you know, we're we're 29th in this and we're 16th in this and we're, you know, we're 24th in pass rushing and I'm I'm making up these numbers, and they're all like middle of the pack or lower." I'm like, "So you're mid." <laughs> Your defense is still a problem in Tannehill through three interceptions. Y'all turned this game into a soccer game. The other football y'all got more. Derek Carr did his best to give y'all that game. And the Titans said, no, nah, no, nah, you got it. You got it. That's fine. I... Titans fan Titans are going to average around 17 points. Again, you're going to come in last place in the AFC South and you're going to have to live with it. The Colts are better than you. Richardson looked promising And, I I mean, the Texans played one of the best defenses in the league, and they still put up nine points.
1: You said Texans or Titans?
0: Texans played the Ravens. The Titans Titans are going to come in last place in the AFC South.
1: Okay. That's overreaction
0: Um, number one.
1: Like, interesting thing about that Titans-Saints
0: game.
1: -hmm. That game was so boring and so bad, Buffalo Wild Wings couldn't even find it.
0: I'm not surprised. Overreaction number two, Russ is still cooked.
1: Give
0: it time. No, I will give not it give, time. It time. give it time. Absolutely. He had a season. <laughs> I gave him a season. No, Nathaniel Hackett. Okay. Hackett did fine with Wilson. What? Wilson did okay. Will Wilson looked okay. He looked okay. He didn't look good, but he looked okay. He was 14 to 21. 140 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Josh Allen gave them that game.
1: We know that. That's mm-hmm. why he's the inferior one. But it's exactly. going along with Nathaniel Hackett, he's gonna have to. He's guess what? He back in the same situation that he was when he would, when he got hired by Denver. He ain't got no Aaron Rodgers, and guess who his first game is against? It's against Michael Parsons and them boys. And mm-hmm. I don't like them boys. Nope. Well one thing I, but one thing is for certain Michael Parsons gonna get like if we saw pressure coming from that off, from that offensive line by the Bills defense, what do you think Dallas is gonna do?
0: Dallas gonna eat them alive. Um very much that, that defense is disgusting. That defense well, is Russ games.
1: Cook. Russ they is cook. cooked. give it
0: time. Russ is cooked. That's my that's my overreaction number two. Russ is cooked, and Titans are gonna finish in last place in the AFC South. But that's overreaction, uh, underreactions. We should probably do that going every week. If you guys want to do that, let us know. Now it's time for the revival of our segment, if I were the GM.
1: We'll get, we'll get there in a minute. I do, I do want to do What do you want to do first uh, before most, we get into that? Most, imp- most impressive performance.
0: Most impressive performance?
1: Yo, yeah.
0: Cowboys defense. I, I got to give it to them. I really do. They murdered Daniel Jones.
1: Do you want to I, include the special teams along with it?
0: I I yeah, why not? We'll do defensive special teams. We'll we will say it the not offense of the Cowboys dominated the Giants. I that is my, you know, oh my that is my overperformer this week. It's not Puka, Puka who who whoever. It's not Tutu Atwell. It's not Stafford. It's not Tua because I expect this from Tua with Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill as your wide receivers. It 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 has to be that Cowboys defense.
1: Uh I, I understand where you're going. The is Tua.
0: But Tua is supposed to be that dude. He was always mm, he, his was thing. That dude.
1: I know that. You know that. But a lot of people in the masses and a lot of people that really don't like him and a lot of people that always will look at Justin Herbert as being a better quarterback, they don't see they, – they they look at it in another way.
0: I'll get to two Herbert came, in a two, two came
1: into this game uh, coming off – dealing with concussions mm-hmm. going through a whole offseason of training getting his body right learning how to properly fall as an nfl quarterback to prevent the concussions coming off of that and knowing how the dolphins finished last season in the wild card losing to those buffalo bills and that josh allen um and Tua did not play skylar thompson end up doing end up doing a pretty good job in the game and yeah. you can only imagine what Tua would have done if he was in that game, because I remember the last time Tua was uh, Tua was playing in that cold weather, in Buffalo, in that snow, and he was balling out. So you can only imagine what Tua was going to do in that playoffs, but that's either here or there. Going into Sunday. You every time the Dolphins and the Chargers match up, there's always going to be a connection between Tua and Justin Herbert because a lot of people feel like Justin Herbert should have been taken over Tua. He should have been in Miami, and God knows what uh, God knows where, uh, like where a lot of people think Tua should have ended up. That's that's fact. Tua went in there, finished twenty eight for forty five, four hundred and sixty six yards, which leads to the entire NFL in passing yardage, averaged ten yards per. Uh, per um, uh, per throw, three TDs, one in uh, one INT with a QBR of eighty-seven point five, a passer rating of one ten. Winning not only that, had the throw of his NFL career off of one foot to Tyreek Hill, who by the way balled out and, and showed that already that he might be the best receiver in football. Easy, and then end up, and then also. Throwing the game, uh, throwing the game-winning touchdown. It was a shootout. It was like the best to me. That was the best game in the week, without question. It was a shootout. It was a tremendous quarterback battle. Like as far as that that part, mind you, Tua didn't take no sacks. No, Tua didn't take no sacks, and he made plays left and right. Everything that a lot of people didn't think Tua can do, throw the deep ball, be able to make them plays, he ended up making them. The point on the and just the- not even just for Tua. The play designer by Mike McDaniel, you saw improvement on his side as well on, on like, on head coaching decisions. Mm. Nothing was forced. Everything was fluid. They, like, they picked apart that whole charge defense. I don't know what the heck Brandon Staley's already on hot seat. I don't know what the heck he was thinking trying to run man coverage about like 70, 70, 80% of the time. Cause you cannot man coverage Tyreek Hill. But even, what's even worse, you can't man coverage Tyreek Hill. In a Mike McDaniel's cow like in a Mike McDaniel Shanahan type offense. You can't. They're gonna move him everywhere. And that's what they did. Jay unlike Jalen Waddle, he didn't have his he didn't have his best day, but that's only because Tool was unstoppable and it had to feed what was going. But Dang. it wasn't even just like the, the throws that Tool was giving to Tyree. He was feeding everybody. Jalen Waddle ended up getting four catches for 78. The um tight end, tight end Smythe, he had three catches for forty-four. One of them, in, one of them, in, uh, like ended up being uh a really, a really, really clutch first down. Uh, Braxton Barrows, the number zero on their team, he ended up getting a huge first downs They mm-hmm. run like, and they only ran for like seventy yards in that game. If two did ball out, they lose that game. And he answered almost every call. Mind you, the first uh, series, they lost a fumble in the red zone. They were potentially about to score if it wasn't for a fumble. And to a bounce back, kept his composure. Dolphins went into L.A. and get the win. That was mm-hmm. the most impressive to me.
0: That's fair. Here's my thing, and honestly, let's take this right in unpopular opinions, that we can do a fire with the GM after that. Unpopular opinion for me, just based on week one. But uh, Herbert's like the kid on the milk carton, man. Two minute situations. Herbert's like the kid on the milk carton, and people like. And I will give, again, I will give him the fact that he currently has 10 fourth quarter comeback wins. I'll give him that. Here's my thing, though. He also has 10 fourth quarter losses where he had time to come back and make that drive, and he didn't do it. Now, I will say that it's a team effort, and that Chargers defense, and that horrendous play calling is going to cost them so many games. But my biggest thing that I will say, and here's my popular opinion, Justin Herbert is Philip Rivers 2.0 with better hair and less kids,
1: and a strong arm.
0: And like that's and more not, athletic, and that's not a bad thing though. But like that, that dude, like if that dude, if Herbert has that dog in him, it's a Chihuahua.
1: Hey, Chihuahua's ain't and Chihuahua's ain't bad now.
0: Ain't bad is not a compliment.
1: True, but when they go for them ankles, bruh. <laughs> You don't believe that. <laughs> yes, I do. I got chased bought one before.
0: Man, I, I no, uh, it's uh, Herbert. Herbert's not it. Herbert will be, he's Kirk Cousins with better hair. He's Philip Rivers 2.0 with less kids. Like that, that's, he will be a statistical, he'll be great statistically, but we, okay. he will not win you anything because he doesn't Her- have that dog in him.
1: Are you saying Herbert is, over, uh, is uh, overrated?
0: Yes. I think he's overrated and overpaid, and I've been saying that for weeks. Okay. And I can't – put, and I I will be the first – and I've gotten into it people before. I will be the first to admit I cannot put all the blame on him. This is true. However, I can put a lot of it on him because, <laughs> like we talked about, it's a team sport, and you said it before. You and I both said it before. It's a team sport. However, 70% of that win – 70% of the game is on the quarterback. Quarterback's not moving the ball. You're not scoring. But also if your defense is like a colander (laughs) and you can't stop anybody and your coach is a moron who decides to run man coverage on one of the fastest receivers in the league against a dynamic passing attack, you're also not winning games. So it it, Staley is going to be fired after this year, but it's not going to change anything. I think Herbert is still, he is statistically he'll be good, but he will not win anything he won't. And then unpopular pin number two Patrick Mahomes will throw for under 4,500 yards for the first time in his career or the second time in his career. All
1: right. I only got I only got one uh, unpopular opinion. Uh, I thought we were only just
0: going to do one. I'm just I, The second one came up with Mike because I don't want to do an overreaction on Patrick Mahomes just because I think it's going to be unpopular opinion. Yep. Uh, He's throwing for under 4,500 yards solely because besides Kelsey, who's he throwing to? First, second of all, the audacity of whatever the hell that announcer was saying where he was like, you know, this loss goes with an asterisk next to it because Kelsey wasn't there.
1: Shut yeah, up, yeah, Mike Grinko, that was wrong. Like, Shut that was up,
0: wrong. that was wrong. Injuries um, happen all the time. Move on. Yeah. Ravens didn't have their top yeah, tight end. I need,
1: I need Kelsey to get back because I, need I my do fantasy. too. I need my fantasy points. I got him in two different anyway, I need
0: him too. But like it,
1: it's,
0: he's gonna throw for under four to five hundred yards because besides Kelsey, he doesn't have anybody. I have better hands than Kadarius Toney at this point. Yeah, but we can't that. And that's saying it, something. Yeah,
1: but even though we're going to make that excuses, we still can't because, like, uh, he, again, he's still the best quarterback in the league. Yes. A lot of people are going to, like, throw, throw all this different types of news. And 4,500 plays, yards we isn't. Get, look, we, we understand that. We get it. I get your point. Got to move on now. Uh, 40, here's real quick, though.
0: 4,500 yards is still good. That's not yeah. a bad thing. But he's only ever done that besides his first season where he played one game one time look, in his career. These
1: are look, I already got him as my preseason MVP. Now um I'm hoping like I got him as my preseason MVP. He's going to find a way. So, it's overreaction if you're going to think the Chiefs are not going to be able to bounce back
0: from that. I'm not so saying they're going to bounce I'm not saying they're not uh, going to bounce back. I'm saying he's not going to throw for 45 more than 4500 yards. But let's do your uh, let's do your unpopular opinion.
1: Uh, unpopular opinion. Defensive minded coaches cannot be head coaches in this in this league anymore. Okay. Let's run let's run down the list. There mm-hmm. are eleven there are out of out of thirty-two teams, eleven of those head coaches are defensive minded. Four of them won this week. And I'll run it down. Buccaneers, Todd Bowles, Saints, Dennis Allen, Ron Rivera, Commanders. John Harbaugh, Ravens. That is it. The rest are offensive head coaches. We look at the trend of the way of where the NFL is uh, is gravitating towards. You look at the rule sets. It's hard to play defense now because, like outside of the whole rules changes, you can't hit you can't hit receivers. You can barely hit anybody anymore. They try to take that. They try to take that away. Uh, contact with the receivers. That's the rule. It's hard to play deep. It is so hard to play defense right now. Mm -hmm. And even how you tackle or sack a quarterback, that's going to like, that's even paying dividends. That's even like being a problem as well. Now a lot of them have figured out and they learned to adapt to it. But either way, that was a big, big issue. But also the reason why defensive minded head coach, uh, defensive minded head coaches are becoming extinct. And why DCs can't be head coaches right now anyway. Outside of Dan, Cam- outside of Dan Campbell, I don't know what he is. I think he's just a CEO. But you look at the trend. You look at the last few Super Bowl champions. It has been about offensive-minded head coaches and the quarterback. The quarterback is the most important p- position on an NFL team. And right now, we've been seeing the transition and the trend of the relationship with the head coach and the quarterback. It starts with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Then you got to do the year when the Billy Ghosts won the Super Bowl with Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford, which is mm-hmm. why, like, Sean McVay won at Stafford over 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 Jared Goff. And you saw how that, like, they, they got him a ring. Uh, heck, Zach Taylor and Joe Burrow, when they got to the Super Bowl. And, like, uh I'm trying to think. Who, who, Dougie P and
0: T-Law right now.
1: Exact, exactly. Like yeah, Doug Peterson and Doug Peterson and um and Trevor Huck Lawrence. Peterson,
0: for those who know.
1: Nick Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. You see, in the trends to get you a championship, the old cliche has been defense wins championships. Arians and That's Tom Brady is star- another one. For that you. is starting. That is starting to die down. That is mm-hmm. starting to become like a false narrative now, because if you look at it, you do need defense to get stops. But offense in this NFL right now, because the NFL is transitioning over that because that's what's going to sell tickets. That's what's going to, that's what's going to like create views because people want to watch offense and score touchdowns. Offense is what's going to get you a championship now. Because if you look at the title favorites, yes, I know, I know the, the, the anemic Cowboys, they're, they're like, they're like, they got, but Vegas, they got high odds right now because of their defense. But offensively, you still gotta you still gotta score points. San Francisco, they can score points. The Lions can score points. The Chiefs can score points. Uh, the the Dolphins they 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 lead they're, they're gonna lead the they're gonna lead the league in points with their offense. You you don't need to shut nobody down on defense to win a championship anymore. No, you just gotta hold them down. But your offense has got to score points on a consistent basis. You gotta average thirty to win a championship in this NFL now. Defensive minded head coaches not gonna do that because majority of them wanna be able to run the ball, control the game, and play great defense. You can't play great defense right now the way you did back then. Because if you look at the trend of it, it is hard to shut somebody down if you are if you ain't got no elite pass rush or anything like that. But also you look at the relationships between head coaches and uh, like quarterback, they have been so much benefit uh, beneficiary, uh, beneficiaries with quarterbacks in their confidence and their control and their play style, compared to the quarterbacks that are supposed to be elite, but they got defensive head coaches. Mac Jones and uh, Matt Jones in New England with Bill Belichick. Josh, uh, unlike the inferior Josh Allen and Sean McDermott, Justin Herbert and Brandon Staley. It's starting to become – you're seeing the trend. And, oh, Kenny Pickett, Big Ben, Mike Tomlin. Mm -hmm. And I hate saying that. It's starting to become a bad trend. And a lot of people can believe it or not, and you can argue with your wall, defensive mind head coaches are becoming extinct. And I think the way the NFL is going right now, Unless you got an elite of an elite of an offense coordinator and you're not trying to butt in on what they do, Pete Carroll. (laughs) Defensive head coaches are starting to become obsolete. Because right now it's about the head coach, the relationship between the head coach and the quarterback that is winning you championships in this day and age.
0: For sure. And for the Cowboys fans, just to bring y'all back down to earth, uh, Jay-Z released his debut album as well as Tupac, the last time you won a Super Bowl. And Independence Day went to theaters for the first time. So let's remind you that it's been nearly 30 years since you've done anything meaningful. Uh, you, mind
1: if, you mind if I set this one up?
0: Go for it. Let's do it.
1: For our next segment, that's where we will lead off onto the biggest news in the NFL. After Monday Night Football and is supposed to be the immaculate debut of Aaron Rodgers with all the with all the HBO's hard knocks, with all the hype and all the excitement, even to the ESPN's like video showing Aaron Rodgers carrying the United States flag in tribute to the 9-11 after twenty two years. It was supposed to be the immaculate debut of Aaron Rodgers, but after four plays, Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles. Now there's a whole bunch of discussions as to why, a lot of Jets fans are in misery right now. We do have prayer, we do send out prayers for those people as well cuz we have sympathy. We didn't want Aaron Rodgers to get hurt. But now since he is out for the season and Zach Wilson is back at the helm of the Jets, it is time to play everyone's favorite game. If I were the GM,
0: <laughs> and
1: the way this goes, we will we will enact we will uh, pontificate whichever big word that would be able to fit. Of course, yes, segments. of course. We will in imp- use very 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 nice professional pronunciations I don't know about during the
0: segment I'm about to be very unprofessional
1: <laughs> so Mr. so Mr. Goldman <laughs> if you were the yes, yes, GEO yes. what would you do in this situation now that your beloved and very high Aaron Rodgers will not be participating for the rest of this season
0: well well well, Mr. Prince, for the first thing I would do is create a quarterback room that is stronger than Aaron Rodgers Achilles tendon. And what I would do which would start by not taking Carson Wentz like they're rumoring right now. They're saying that they may sign Carson Wentz. And the last thing I need is Mormon Wannabe Mahomes and Carson Wentz as my number one and number two option. Because Carson Wentz. Fancy voices, fancy
1: pronunciations.
0: Nah, not for this one. (laughs) Mr. Wentz could not hit the broadside of a barn or water if he fell out of a boat with a pass. And Zach Wilson couldn't read a defense if it was a Dr. Seuss book. I don't see them being a successful team. If I were the GM, I would just deal with it and see what, since I no longer have to give my first overall pick to the Green Bay Packers, those ruffians from the North, I would tank until to see where I end up quarterback-wise and just stick Wilson at the helm and let him figure it out. Maybe bring back the prodigal Lego-headed son, that is Samuel Donald, And see where we go with that. <laughs> That's what I would do if I were the GM, is deal with it. And see what happens next year. And prepare for the future, because I am not going to be playoff pound this year. No, heavens no. What about you, Mr. Prince, if you were the GM? What would you do? Mr. Goldman, that
1: was a very splendid, splendid uh soliloquy that you put on (laughs) now if i were the gm of the new york football jets
0: the new jersey football jets
1: the new jersey football jets let's call them what they are in a MetaLife stadium i would look to just do what i possibly can to try to have some type of solace a little bit eloquent Season this year because there were a lot of hoopla, a lot of hype going into this season because of the defense in which the Jets have, led by Sir Robert Sala.
0: Unwarranted hype, if I if I do say so myself. But please go on.
1: No, some of it was like could be explained as dramatic, but they were. But none, nonetheless, some of them were valid, led by former Alabama Crimson Tide first-round pick, Quinnen Williams, uh, Ahmad DeSauce Gardner, Buffalo Wild Wings sponsor, former Bama linebacker, CJ Mosley, and the crew. It's very a valid defense, and they had potential to be able to make some noise or make a little bit of ruckus going into this offseason. But now that their star quarterback is out and not able to participate for the rest of this season, they need to be able to get a quarterback that can be able to manage the weapons, the arsenal that they just have. Because Sir Garrett uh, Wilson, he is a very, very thrilling wide receiver, a remarkable talent and an important piece For them to move forward not only do i have him on my fantasy team but he is a stellar talent that could be able to win them a lot of games they still have weapons on their offense the offensive line is not the best it is very very unimpressive on their part it is very mild moderate
0: and as the children would say these days it is what they would call mid
1: (laughs) very much so very so they would need to be able to get a quarterback that can manage that, not turn the ball over. They don't have to do everything. They do have they do have the ability to run the ball because they went out this offseason to get a cook of Dalvin and they w- the return of the Hall of Bliss. So you combine the run again with that, just get the quarterback that can manage the game properly. It give them a little bit of hope going into the season. My recommendation yes. would go to Atlanta, make a call to the Atlanta Falcons down in the dirty South and get a Taylor Heineke. He has experienced. He's had playoff experience and he would be very, very fitting to handle the amount of emotion that comes from the New York media. He just has to manage it and do right. And he can handle playing with a star wide receiver like he did when he was with the Washington, formerly known as Redskins, now the Commanders.
0: Now, we that don't is know what who... I
1: would do if I were the GM of yes. the Jets.
0: Yes, quite. He played with one scary Terry. <laughs> yes, quite. What kind, of, what kind of accent was that, man? <laughs>
1: That is my British accent with a hit ah! of Africa.
0: And Sprinkle of that wine like salt, mate. Like,
1: <laughs> with a hit of Wakanda.
0: I was about to say, like, there's a little Wakanda in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that would be our game of If I Were the GM.
0: <laughs> Oh, that was was good, though. That was good. That was good. Jets, 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 Jets are going to suck this year. And I can't wait. You're awful. You won because Josh Allen gave you the game. That's the only reason you won. But they won nonetheless. They won. No, a a dub's a dub. Like, I'll be the Jaguars played sloppy week one. Shout out Spouty for making Cee Lou make make all those hilarious tweets. I don't know. We got to end it. Oh, I know. We got yeah. We got to keep moving. But, anyways, before we get into that, before I go down a rabbit hole with you know, Jags one, we look good. Bring it on, Kansas City. I can't wait to see y'all. I'm going to talk so much smack to my boys out in Missouri if if we win. But here's what I will say. Let's get, we we got to talk briefly about College Football Week One. First of all, Colorado seems legit. Yep. I am I am waiting to Thank see you. how the.
1: They got two tests coming up, not this week because they're going to be Colorado State, but the, but the next week after that, they got to go to Eugene, and then you get Shadur Sanders versus Caleb Williams,
0: I, which is going
1: to be prime time. That's going to be fun.
0: Honestly, Shadur versus Bo Nix will be good, too, because I don't know what got into Bo Nix when he left Auburn, but now he's legit.
1: He's on the west side. He ain't got to deal with the south no more. He ain't got to deal with the SEC, and when, he did, and when he did run into the SEC, we all know rough. what happened.
0: Well, I had to look at Jacob Eason, too. Jacob Eason was buns when he was at Georgia, and then he goes out of Washington. He has a decent season.
1: No, I saw JT Daniels.
0: Really? He's at Rice. Oh, yeah. No, I know that. He's, I'm like, he's man. At Rice.
1: Dog, this joke is like, you talk if the trans reporter was a person.
0: Here's the thing, though everyone's making fun of Stetson Bennett for how old he is. I think JT Daniels might be older.
1: No, if the this man has was played a,
0: for six teams
1: this, If the Trans reporter was a person Now if he would have gone to Georgia Southern I think I would have taken him I think he would have had a good shot Because like with the system With the system that we run at Georgia Southern Shout out to the Eagles They got Wisconsin this week uh, Wisconsin definitely on upset alert um, With the weapons that we got But anyway, I no, digress I, I, uh, Colorado looks good They're mm-hmm. going to get the win um, But they got, a, they got huge tests coming up in the next two weeks now, but I gotta get to my. But, time. Let,
0: let's get. This is all you. I, I Texas smoked yeah. on that. Uh, that Bama pack is Father Saban's dynasty on the ropes.
1: No, here's the reason why. One, Steve Sarkeesian is a generational talented genius. As as an offensive mind, as a play caller, as a designer, d- designer, this man <laughs> is an offensive genius. Made me cry watching. Just the type of plays and designs and formations that they had in Texas, I'm I, like, because we used to have that.
0: I I can't go that far though.
1: I can. I can't. Call i him generational.
0: It. He no, he's a good
1: coach. It's, it's generational, man. I don't know what I don't know what Nick Saban did for him when he got that second chance after the whole, after the fall of the USC. But something really clicked when he got the Alabama that made that made him into the offensive minded genius that he is. Because he's off. a ge- he's a genius among play calling, designing, and schematics. Outside of that, it's just going to be dependent on the level of talent that actually executes and performs. That's not aggressive, but anyway, I
0: I, I do Look, not condone the comments of calling him a genius. You are I, I'm, I'm
1: doing I'm doing it. it Go it's, for it. It's valid. Now let's get to my tide. Mm-hmm. Dynasty ain't dead yet. Look, yeah, we lost. It was bad. It was the biggest party in Tuscaloosa, and it got ripped. We understand that. But SEC is still alive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We still got we still got games to play in the uh, uh, in our conference. The chance to make the con- the chance to go to Atlanta and play for the SEC championship is still there. Yeah. And when you win the SEC championship, you guarantee the spot to get to the college football playoff. Opportunity is still there. Last week we got beat, and a lot of that has to do with what happened on offense. The parts on defense. Look, we held the rundown pretty good. We just could not get we just could touch Quinn Hughes. The same problem with my Seattle Seahawks, it's the same problem with Alabama. We could not get to the we could not get to the quarterback. We got to be able to fix that. I do believe that's going to get fixed. I don't know how it's going to be done, but something something's going uh, to be done. I do trust in that cuz we got south we got to go to uh, we got to go to South Florida this week on um, play against them, so we're going to figure it out. Offensively, we already know the deal. And it was the biggest question mark going into this offseason was the quarterback position. I love Jalen Milrow. He has my name. I've met him on numerous of times. But I've always knew this about him. He's a raw talent. Last year he was really raw. This year he had to go through season and be able to put into the oven right. Or the grill or the smoker.
0: Now he's medium rare.
1: (laughs) I can't even go that far because I like medium rare.
0: (laughs) No, I do too. I'm just saying in levels of doneness.
1: Yeah, but like he's still yeah, he's still, yeah. I think he's there's still development. But here's the thing though. The thing that scared me the most that it really showed, it was the fact that he could not read. No. You cannot be a starting quarterback in the SEC and cannot read the defense because most likely nine times out of ten, it's going to lead you to turnovers, and that's the last thing you can have in the SEC. Yep. You cannot turn the ball over. And the two interceptions that he had in that game were straight to the Longhorns. You can't do it. And they were bad timing. Mm-hmm. That set him up. You can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm patient with him. But if it comes to a point in time where Nick Saban got to make a business decision, just like he made a few years ago, go ahead and pull the trigger. It's not like I don't believe in Millwall. I believe he can improve. I believe he can get better. But as of right now, and after what happened last week, the competition is open between him, Tyler Buckner, and Ty Simpson. Now, reports are saying that both all three of them are most likely going to play this Saturday against South Florida. Doesn't We're going to see. But going on, but look, not all of that's on Miro's fault because he did make some plays. He did make some good throws. He did like he did be able to get us back into the game and we did take the lead. But at the same time, you cannot put the team at harm's at harms play like that. And you have to be able to read the defense. You got to know. You got to know when to throw. You got to know when to run. You got to know when to take the set. You got. Look, we understand it's the hardest position, and it's not easy. I'm making it sound easy. It is not. I understand that. But as a fan and as a person that can, that watches a lot of football and that has studied from other coaches, and we've all watched a ton of football to see great quarterbacks, potential even better. You can't make the mistakes that you did in that sit in that situation. You're not in te- you're you're not you're in Alabama. You're in Alabama and that was the biggest party of the year. That was one of the biggest games of the year. Mm-hmm. Now, season's not over yet. Dynasty ain't done yet because guess what? Alabama's still going to be one of the top recruiting classes in the league uh, in the nation. That ain't done as long as Nick Saban's there. That's still there. Talent is still there.
0: Dabo's not top recruiting class. looking where
1: they're at. And, yeah. Dabo. So, I still believe in Nick Saban. I think he's going to make the right decision. We just got to fix the things we got to get fixed. But And I said this at the end of the game. Decisions, major decisions, have to be made going in to the next few weeks.
0: I don't know, man. I, I they're not done. I, I think it's Saban will find a way to turn it around. The biggest thing with it, and I can't remember who I talked to about this. The biggest thing with it is if you look at the transfer, what, what the transfer portal's done. Mm-hmm. It might have been you and I might have had this conversation. I can't remember who I had this conversation with. Lean on the transfer portal. You, you have. We've talked about this in the NFL. With this is all coaching. Adapt or die. And yep. Saban needs to start adapting to some of this. Saban dynamic.
1: has adapted, dog.
0: I'm saying more so.
1: Now, here's the, the only thing that I can criticize Nick Saban is going to be the hiring of the coaches that he brought in. Yes. Tommy Reese, the jury's still out. Kevin Steele just returned to be the defensive coordinator. This is his first year. Defense wasn't bad. It ran out of gas as late the game went.
0: Mm-hmm. You can't keep – that's
1: – if the offense
0: doesn't put up – you can't stop him every play.
1: Yes, you're not going to stop them every play, and if the defense out there I, like for a long time is going to wear down. Was. That is a fact.
0: Yeah, especially at the collegiate level. I, yeah. it, it's. So they,
1: I believe we're going to be fine. Nick Saban is still there. Um, so we're, we'll see. We'll see. There's a lot there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff to get out, but we'll see.
0: I think Southern scares Wisconsin this week for sure.
1: I think that I'm going I'm, to I'm, I'm pick the Eagles to beat them.
0: I, I'm taking I'm taking the spread for sure. I I, Listen, I want I want them to win.
1: What are some of the top games anyway this week?
0: <clears throat> I don't think it's uh, oh uh, Tennessee South Carolina is a big one this week. Tennessee to South Carolina? No, Georgia's playing South
1: Carolina.
0: Georgia South Carolina, my bad. Not Tennessee. Who's Tennessee? Uh, this week? Tennessee Florida this week. Is it Tennessee Florida I, this week?
1: Yeah, it's Tennessee Florida
0: this week. Uh, Heifel's gonna. Heypel's gonna eat our. Eat gonna, our lunch. gonna
1: kill y'all.
0: Heypel's gonna eat our. I got no faith. hype
1: and Joe Milton, that's gonna like they're I, gonna kill
0: y'all. I got no faith in this Gators team, man. I, it, the, some of the people who are like y'all drop forty on McNeese, I'm like, yeah, it's McNeese. It's if we didn't put forty on McNeese, I have no faith in this season.
1: Uh, let's see.
0: Like yeah, this we, isn't Dylan We gotta Bro- go to
1: South Florida. This uh, is Dylan Brooks talking
0: um, smack. This, this is legit, this is real.
1: I want to pick South Carolina to beat Georgia um, for obvious reasons. No, it's not uh, happen. I happen. Tr- I believe it's Spencer Rattler. The only problem no. is that offensive line is bad. Spencer Rattler's a bum. No.
0: He's a bum.
1: Dog, if he was a bum, he wouldn't have had that run that he had late in the last season. That nah, really let him. He ain't no bum.
0: Broken clocks right twice a, or twice a day.
1: Dude.
0: Georgia. Georgia's no gonna eat him alive.
1: LSU got Mississippi oh, State. I'll oh, keep oh. my eye. I'll keep my eyes out on that
0: one. Beamer ball is going to be busted this week. Yeah, who else we got this week? We'll see. Beamer ball is going to be busted this week. Uh, We'll see. Dion's going to smack Colorado State. I know that. But we we can talk college football all day. Let's end off our unsponsored episode of Two Dudes with Sports News. If you want to sponsor us, let us know. (laughs) Please do. Break up my radio voice. It'd be fun. Anyways. Thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, If you have anything, if if you like what we talked about, if you didn't like what we talked about, if you have your own opinions, you want to call me or Jalen Stupid, hit us up on Twitter, at TDS and Pod on Twitter. That's the one I run. Um, You know, you'll probably be, you'll you'll be interacting with me. Uh, I don't always speak for Jalen, but we do usually share the same thoughts on, I'd say, what, 85% of sports? So what? So you and I pretty much align on about 85% of sports thoughts. We're that's nice. Right over there. We're about 85% on the same page. There's a 15% where I'll say something and you'll look at me and you're like, no. And then give vice a, versa.
1: That's literally like a give or take.
0: Yeah. And it's usually for me, like if if I don't think you agree with me on it, I'll say I don't speak for Jalen.
1: But this is what I hey.
0: think. I was like, bro, this is what I think.
1: Hey, it's like that old commercial, it's like that old commercial, um, uh, that old De Silk, uh,
0: like- Dos Equis. De I don't always drink babe, but when I do, I prefer Dos Equis. <laughs> <laughs> that man and I got the same hairline, <laughs> Jesus. And on that note, on that note, thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. Like I said, if you want to interact with us at TDS and Pod on Twitter, is the best way to do it. Um, that's the best place to get a hold of us, see what we post new shows, see the hashtags, see the people we interact with how much crap I'm talking towards different fan bases, if I have the time or patience. Man, that's um, a lot of crap. It would, I don't normally have the patience, uh, but I, sometimes I do have the time. Lately, I haven't, but I do I do want to shout out one idiot fan who doesn't know football, uh, the guy who thinks Andre Cisco is a dirty player. I don't know your name, and I don't care to. Uh, you're you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. Dude showed three separate occasions where he's like, he's a dirty player. He These are all dirty hits that weren't flagged. I'm like, do you know what... A, unnecessary roughness. That is.
1: turn gets thrown around so much, but then again, a lot of times get thrown around
0: so much. No, oh, and he actually spoke on it recently. Someone said, or uh, Mia O'Brien with Tencent XL down here in uh, Jacksonville was like, hey, what do you say to the people calling you a dirty player? And he said, I modeled my game after some of the greats. And exactly. this is how they played. And they're in the Hall of Fame. So that's if you got a problem line. with that, deal with that. And that's the bottom line. <laughs> Anyways, I it, that's the best way to get a hold of us, see what we're talking about, see who we're talking to, our thoughts on that. Um best way to help us out too. Rate the show five stars, leave a comment uh and somewhere. I don't know why it works, but it does. There's a reason why we're two dudes sitting, you know, in front of microphones making a podcast. where are to quote that new Dr. Pepper commercial because every fan needs a podcast. And <laughs> I know, that was funny. I load all commercials. Oh, man. the Fanville ones. That was funny. But like let us know. Feed the algorithm gods. I don't know why it works, but it does. And if it didn't work, as I always say, treat it like a bad date. It's not you. It's us. It's not us. It's you. Whatever helps you sleep at night, just don't be petty and leave one-star reviews. After that, doesn't help you. It doesn't help me. It's a waste of your time, and I don't care. Uh, neither does Jalen. We can't give you your time back, and we wouldn't even if we could. Not um, even a little bit. Yeah, because you, you're you getting to this point in the episode. Like you You had so much time to turn this off you had an hour to turn this off and you sat through the whole thing that's on you i don't feel bad mama hi mrs prince (laughs) thank you for listening uh i apologize for my occasional slips of profanity um man
1: we ain't gonna get in that that, like that's a that's an off that's an off-the-air type of discussion is she mad at me no okay (laughs) well
0: we'll talk about this later okay Anyways, let us know. Five star review. Tell everyone you know. Tell your friends. Tell your crazy uncle. Tell tell your mom. Tell your mom you have your new favorite sports podcast and have her listen. We're we're very we're, we're very friendly uh, to the listeners. We don't we don't swear too often. Usually it's me and I apologize for that. Um, sometimes there's no other word. And <laughs> let everyone know that's the best way to you know. I
1: played the fifth. I ain't gonna care. I played the fifth.
0: <laughs> that's the best way to spread the show around. Let everybody know. Um, also gives you a shout-out at the end of the show. These are all shows that we listen to and friends of our show and stuff like that. Guys we've collabed with, guys we talk to, and other shows we listen to as well. And those people are... Go check out Jim over at Fan of the Van. He just dropped a new episode today where he talks about the Aaron Rodgers Achilles. Uh, go check out Brent and Dave over the 1420 Podcast, our, our friendly uh, podcast to the north. Uh, probably responsible for all of our Canadian listeners. Uh, thank you guys for that. Um, the BS in Sports Podcast. Go check out Aaron over Bruliana Sports. Uh, go check out Go check out Dave and John over Love in the Playing Field. That's how tired I am. I can't say check. Uh, go check out Dave and John over Love in the Playing Field. Go check out the guys who are a part of our first ever lost episode of the We Like Sports podcast. Uh, go check out Average of Sports if you're looking to. And always, 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 always go check out Sports After Dark. Fun community over there, fun people, fun takes. Uh CeeLo actually just got retweeted by Chad Johnson. Or Mr. Yeah. Ocho Cinco himself. So shout out that. Uh, if you're on TikTok, go check out Chill Takes. Darian, we need to get you back on the show. I haven't forgotten. We've been
1: saying that for over a month.
0: I know I've been busy. <laughs> I've been bu- yes, so you up- still
1: take the time to message me. text cuz we're friends. I text you all the time. Yes, but, dog. We got to get this dude on here. We don't well, miss so much. We don't miss so many chances.
0: Look, we'll talk about this later. Let's get it. him on. We'll get him on. Uh, go check out Darian, uh, Chill Takes over on TikTok if you're looking to bet outside of an NFL, outside of an NFL facility. Go check out uh, Nate's Daily Wager. Um, and Unless you're an li- NFL player, yeah. Well, that's why you do it outside of an NFL facility. Uh, go, but go check out Nate's Daily Wager um, if you're looking to do something in Vegas besides watch a Raiders game. Uh, go listen to Visit Vegas Places. Coyle puts on a great show. Um, and then if you're looking for wrestling, go check out Wrestling Fan Insight with John. Also, if you're looking for baseball stuff and other Baltimore stuff, uh, the I oh is it I ninety five East Coast? You know who you are. I I I, I will remember the name of your podcast fully i promise i think it's i95 east coast podcast uh it's uh, all about like uh east coast sports i believe go check him out um yeah that's it i think i think i've said everybody if i've forgotten you you know who you are you know we still love you um thank you thank you thank you and as always we'll see you next time
1: peace